0: Hawk Nation, welcome to Season 2, Episode 3 of our HawkCast. We're sitting here uh, with Jade Guerrero, uh, Rick Glenn, and Drew and myself running the uh, third episode. Uh, we're happy to have uh, our cross-country coach and one of our female runners that has uh, seen some success this year. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to, to talking to them and delving into uh, the world of cross-country. We're going to start off with... Uh, with Coach Glenn. Coach, talk to us a little bit about your history with cross country. Um, how did you get into the field of cross country? More importantly, uh, what got you into coaching?
1: Um, actually, that's, that's a great question. I started out as a sprinter in high school and college. I was actually a 400 meter runner, and I actually ran cross country in high school pretty much just to stay in shape for track. And then in college, um, after college, I got into distance running through a lot of uh, racing triathlons, which were big in the, in the day. And they just kind of graduated into becoming a distance runner and a distance coach. That's
0: awesome. Uh, coach, do you find uh, that uh, running brings a certain level of uh, mental savviness? I know I, sometimes people think just running is something that people can do, but there, there is a science to it. There is, a, 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 I, I guess, a process for it when, you, when you're training runners. Uh, i've been fortunate enough to run a couple marathons and done some triathlons and training for them were completely different than any other thing i've ever done but uh what do you feel uh is the uh uh, the difference i guess in in preparing for a run
1: it it really depends on the workout you're doing um some runs are just get out there throw on the headphones and go for a run other runs are very focused depending on what you're working out today whether you're doing you know, a steady state run or you're doing repeats or you're doing a fart lick or whatever type of workout you're doing, it does really take a different mental approach to every single one of those workouts. Just like in other sports, you know, you have to learn how to run certain races. You have to learn how to run certain workouts in order for to translate that workout into what you're going to see on race day. That's awesome. Coach, talk to us a little bit about, uh, maybe a little bit of the
0: philosophy, philosophy you bring here to holy names and kind of what you, uh, what kind of culture you really want to establish here with the programs. Now you're heading into year two, is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think the big thing we want to do here is change the culture and kind of have the attitude of we want to be better today than we were yesterday, but not as good as we're going to be tomorrow. And we just bring that philosophy to every single practice, every single race, every single day where we don't really measure our success on wins quite yet, where we measure our success on improvement. Not saying that we don't want to go out there and beat teams, but we want to go out there and beat the teams we know we can beat. Because in our conference, there's some really good teams in our conference that we know that we're just not at that level yet. But that does not mean we're not gonna go after some of the teams that we can beat.
0: Let's talk a little bit about some inspirations you have within the uh within the sport. I mean, uh just recently we had uh Elio Kipchogi who uh who just was was in the history books for running a marathon in under two hours, which uh, even as a basketball coach, I was so amused and followed it so much, uh, just like millions of Americans did. But uh, uh, what what inspirations do you have, and then talk a little bit uh, about Kipchoge?
1: Yeah, I think the inspirations for me as a as a distance runner would go back to some of the older guys, the Abu Bikilis, the Pavel Nurmis. These guys were really popular in the fifties and sixties, and saw how they approached the race, um, and then recently. You know, with Elliott and what he did, is it's just mind-boggling um, what he has accomplished um, as far as being by far the most dominant marathon runner we had, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, some of the stats that he did, still just kind of mind-boggling, you know, running that distance, averaging a 434 mile for 26 miles. I mean, he was, during his training, he was putting in 140 miles a week, you know, um, just some of the number, I mean, running 13 miles an hour for two hours straight, just mind boggling. Some of the stuff, stuff that he did, uh um, to, to reach that two mile go- two hour goal.
0: Yeah. Like I said, running brings a certain level of mental savviness. Uh, I just finished reading, uh, David Goggins, uh, can't hurt me. And he's an ultra marathon runner yeah. who's an ex Navy seals. And he talks about his 120, 130 mile runs and 110 degree, uh, weather in, in the desert sometimes. And, uh, The level of, uh, uh, I guess, mental uh, fortitude that it takes to be able to do some stuff like that. Uh, And again, you look at Kipchoge, who, again, no one ever thought, at least in the last 50 plus years, that that can never be broken. Uh, But obviously they followed the science and trained for it. And uh, there was a cool little documentary uh, that you sent us all that yeah. we kind of looked at, and there were some there were some uh, really good runners that were trying to run his pace. I mean, to be able to run at 13 miles an hour uh, for 26 miles, I, I I couldn't even fathom that.
1: Yeah, it's it, we call it a switch. You have to have um, a mental ability to throw that switch and just throw the switch and you're just going to numb the pain and you're just going to get the workout in and you're just going to grind and you know it's not going to be fun but that's part of the sport and you just throw that switch and get out there and just keep on running. Uh, So
0: coach the conference championships are coming up and uh, why don't you give us a little preview of this year's meet and with relatively few races how exactly do you prepare for conference championships?
1: You know that's a great question. Um, Our goals for this year's conference championship was just to really be Uh, more competitive than we were in the past. Um, We're taking a very, very young squad um, on both the men's and women's side. We didn't race as much as I would like to through the course of the season, but what we were able to do was to focus on individual aspects of the race through the course of the season and cognitively build on what we did from race one to race two to race three to race four. And now we're heading into finals uh, with the idea of what we want to do, which is just to be be better than we were last year and beat certain teams that we know we can beat this year so it's just kind of going into with conference finals with the idea of let's just get out there and be competitive let's get out there and get after it let's get out there and be better than we were last week and um just beat some teams that we think we should be able to beat
0: that's awesome coach i mean we're uh uh really following you guys and and really wish you the best uh I know our guest uh, student today is one of the students, uh, student athletes that has really been running really well as a freshman. Is one of the top freshmen in our conference, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, interviewing her shortly. Uh, I'll ask you the last question, Coach, which we've asked every other coach that we've interviewed, and it's around mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, talk a little bit about mental health and uh, kind of uh, you know it's become more uh, prevalent in sports. Uh, people are more forthcoming and talking about mental health. But where do you view mental health and uh, and what are things that you do with your team that kind of help with, with uh, any of those pieces?
1: I think that's a great question. From a kinesiology and physiological standpoint, there really hasn't been a lot of changes in anything within the running community as far as how we work out, how we develop certain um, energy systems in our bodies in order to race better. But I think the biggest change has been in the awareness of the importance of mental health when it comes to training, when it comes to racing. Uh, I think, you know, um, the coaching has done a great job, a lot of the coaches on staff here, and, you know, with recognizing some of the challenges that goes along with being a college-level athlete from a mental aspect and how to recognize, you know, erratic behavior, depression, withdrawal, you know, being withdrawn and stuff, and the importance of, you know, recognizing the mental aspect of the sport we do And giving the athletes an opportunity and the space to come to the coaches if they're having some challenges and difficulties. I think it's just probably the biggest um, steps that we can take as far as preparing our athletes for competition is to recognize the mental health aspect of of what goes on.
0: Yeah, it's so important, uh, mental health. And and, uh, uh, I'm uh, semi-active on on Twitter and I, I tweeted a couple months ago that I feel like mental health is what weightlifting used to be in sports you know it was frowned upon to lift because it it would mess up people and uh, people had these ideas that getting in the weight room and doing stuff would would hinder people's ability to perform Uh, but i feel like uh, mental health is what that used to be and and there's you know a lot of good things and some i guess people uh, see it in other ways but i do believe that uh, mental health should be part of uh, every team's development because it plays a vital role the student athletes go through so much and get put through uh, so much in traveling, practicing, um, having to do other uh, community service activities, and then on top of that, really be really good students. And so there's a lot of pressure that comes with that, and and we really have to do a a good job of recognizing that.
1: No, I totally agree. And uh, there's so many things thrown into the mix as far as um, what we expect of the athletes. Um, And I just think the, the being aware of what they're going through you know, being a former college athlete myself and the pressures that they go through academically, athletically, and just letting the athletes know that as coaches, we know what they're going through and just opening up that door and the opportunity that there are, if there are challenges that they're facing, that there's help out there and, and we're willing and ready and able to help them, you know, improve from a mental standpoint as well as from a physical standpoint.
0: That's awesome. Well, Listen, Coach, thank you. We really... Wish you the best of luck. Thanks. Uh, Pac-West Championship uh, and uh, and beyond because after that you start your track season. But uh, we, we hope to have you back uh, during the track season and wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Now joining us on the podcast, we have Jade Guerrero from Elk Grove, California. Jade's had a strong start to her freshman season running for the Hawks. Jade, how'd you become
1: interested in cross-country running?
2: Um, so I actually started off by running track in middle school, and that made me want to start running longer distance when I came into high school because I really enjoyed it, like during PE, and then as I said, track and field. Like I started off as a sprinter, and then they needed distance runners, so then I kind of got into that.
0: What goes through your mind when you're running?
2: Um, like Coach said, it depends on like the type of workouts, like if it's like a steady state or like a 1K repeats, it's more of like trying to encourage myself, like give myself a positive mindset so I can like go through the whole workout. Um, but if it's like a long run, sometimes it's just like, I'll be like talking with other people or it's like, you just kind of have a song in your head to get you through the run.
0: Uh, Walk us a little bit through how you prepare for a meet. Do you have any rituals or routines that you do before you start running or even after
2: um usually like the week before i kind of start to like hydrate and like start like a better diet so i'm prepared and i also like to get like better sleep so like seven or eight hours so that's
0: a day in the life of you preparing for a for a meet so you're saying a week out you really pay attention to how much you're hydrating and what you are putting in your body that's Mm -hmm. so important yeah they always say that nutrition plays such a vital role in performance right it's your fuel so you have to be leery of what you're putting in your body because that is your fuel. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the success you've seen this year in, in your running. I mean, you, for a freshman here, you've been uh, one of the top freshmen here for in Holy Names history. Uh, you have, you've had some really good times. What do you feel you attribute that to?
2: Honestly, I was kind of surprised when I first came here and like that all happened, but I feel like I've just been, like I put in a lot of hard work during the summer for training and then when I came here, I just like kept that up and like was training really hard.
0: That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously you're a freshman here at Holy Names. How, how's your, uh, I guess, half first year has gone? Uh, you know, what do you uh, what are some of the things you've appreciated about being here at Holy Names? And, uh, and not just with cross country, just here being at Holy Names.
2: Um, I really appreciate like everybody here is like really open and like welcoming. And it's not like you just come in this, like, cold turkey. It's like everybody's here to help you. And, like, that environment's, like, really nice.
0: Okay. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, we live out our core values on this campus. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the great things about Holy Names University is that uh, anywhere on this campus, people are living out those the Sisters of the Holy Names' is core value. Well, you know, we have uh, conference championships coming up. Uh, you have any expectations with that or... Uh, Is that something that you really don't think about? You just want to prepare for your race? Or how do you go about, um, you know, providing expectations for yourself?
2: Since it's like my first conference championship, I'm really trying to like, right now, like my PR is like 24 flat, so I'm trying to break that. And then if I can possibly like qualify and like be in the top 21, but we're gonna see how that goes.
0: Okay. Did you follow uh, Kipchoge and uh, the record breaking marathon that he ran? Uh, How do you feel? What do you feel that does for cross country, and uh, does it bring more uh, attention to, to the sport of running, or what? You, what are your thoughts on that?
2: Um, yeah, I feel like it brought like a lot of attention because it shows like all the hard work and dedication that like you have to like put into like get that time.
0: Yeah, it's not just showing up and getting on a treadmill and thinking that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, like I said, the the documentary they showed on him and his preparation, how many miles a week he ran, with how many people that paced him. And he ran with some of the most elite runners as well that ran with him to help him break that I mean it was a definitely a a family affair when it came to really breaking that record um, but you know the, the technology that they involved in doing that um, was such a cool thing to see I mean for me as a basketball coach i I try not to run so much nowadays and uh, to see that. The gentleman is so, uh, you know, the age that he is, the the fact that he was doing that, his history behind that because he was in the Olympics running other stuff and then could no longer run uh, the long distance uh, in the Olympics and then how he transitioned over to marathons. uh, And over the last uh, couple years, he's just been so successful where he's placing top two in everything he's ran. Um, So uh, there's definitely an appreciation there for the the level of preparation. Let's talk a little bit about the mental health. Uh, Do you feel that's an important piece? I know you talk about mindset, which is part of mental health, but uh, how do you feel mental health uh, in in your sport? How do you feel that's uh, like?
2: Um, I feel like it's actually like a really like important part about running because it's like you can train super hard, but if you don't have that mindset, then it's like you probably won't run as well. For example, like for my like senior year, I like did start do started doing really well because like my mindset was better and like the previous years I hadn't done as well because I was like doubting myself and like putting myself down but then once like I was telling myself oh like you can do this you got this just like keep running then it's like it kind of like started going into place for me
0: you know it's one of those things uh, we have 80,000 or 70,000 thoughts a day and 80% of those are negative negative. And so that's 56,000 thoughts that are negative. So it's the 80-20 split. If we're 80% of our thoughts are negative, 20% are positive, we really have to work at the positive. And it's so easy to fall into the negative side of things. But uh, I definitely have an appreciation for your mindset and wanting to uh, create that positive mindset because it does give you a better uh, uh, chance to uh, be open, to push yourself, and be able to push yourself in the right way instead of in the wrong way. Here heading into PacWest uh, Championships, uh, what's the biggest message you wanna give Hawk Nation uh, in regards to that?
2: We're just gonna go out there and like try our hardest. And even if we don't qualify, we like made it through the season and we had a pretty good year for like a young team.
0: Well, there you have it, Hawk Nation. Um, we really appreciate both of you coming out today and speaking to us and speaking to Hawk Nation. Uh, We wish you the best of luck coming up on PacWest Conference uh, Championships. And uh, thanks again for coming.
1: Thanks for having us. Go Hawks!